0: Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. I'm doing this TikTok thing every once in a while, and there's some very silly effects happening right now. Uh, you could sh- you should go see it at Speejampar. Okay, so the first word in this episode is cuke C, u, k-E noun. 1903. The synonym is just cucumber. That's all it is. It's just cucumber. Uh, okay, so uh, now I have to post this thing because, you know, it, it's otherwise I think it just goes away. And that's not helping anybody, so post and bye-bye. Okay, wee! That's the sound effect for today. The next word is cul-de-sac. C-U-L hyphen D-E hyphen S-A-C You can say cul-de-sac, cul-de-sac, cul-de-sac. You can emphasize that more. Yeah, that's about it. Noun from 1738, one, a blind diverticulum or pouch. Uh, Is this the thing inside of a human body or an animal body or maybe a plant? I think I have heard of this. Uh, it's, it's blind though. You can't you can't see through the diverticulum or pouch. Two, a street or passage closed at one end. That end is blind. You can only see out of one end of that street or passage. I always thought it would be interesting to live in a cul-de-sac. You probably know your neighbors pretty well. You can't get away from them. You're always Driving around past their house, no matter what way you gotta go. Number three, this synonym is Blind Alley. So we've seen blind twice. What does the etymology say? It's French. It literally means... (laughs) I wonder if... I I assume people who live on a cul-de-sac must know this. It literally means bottom of the bag. If uh if you take a cul-de-sac street and you tip it on its side so so the round part is on the bottom. It's like a it's like the bottom of a bag. The houses are at the bottom of the bag. If you live on a cul-de-sac, you live at the bottom of a bag. Whee Oh, the plural is culs de sac. The S is at the uh, the end of the first word, culs de sac. Uh, you can also put it at the end of the sack word cul cul de sacs culs de sac. We next is culet or cullet, C U L E T, noun from 1678 one the small flat facet at the bottom of a brilliant parallel to the table. See the brilliant illustration. Why do I not remember looking at the brilliant illustration? We gotta go. Is there? Oh, here it is. It's um. It shows pictures of the uh, of a diamond. Yeah, brilliant. It's got the top view and the side view. So we talked about all that stuff. Uh, so this is the coolit. Ah, so number five is the coolit. Which is the point at the bottom of a diamond? It's either the point, maybe it's a very tiny flat surface, but that is the culet. A small flat facet at the bottom of a brilliant, a brilliant is a gem, uh, parallel to the table. Now it all makes sense. Number two, plate armor covering the buttocks. Uh, why is it called? Why is that called a culet? uh okay because it is french it is a diminutive of cul or cul which means backside from the latin culus which is akin to the old irish cul which means back so yeah the culet covers your butt and then uh, a culet is also on the butt the bottom of a we'll just say a gem or a brilliant uh yeah you c- can you just call your butt a culet? I hope so. Whee! Next is Culex. So it's like culet, but instead of a T, it's an X. Noun from the 15th century. Any of a large cosmopolitan genus of mosquitoes that includes the, the common house mosquito of Europe and North America and vectors of the viruses causing St. Louis encephalitis and West Nile fever. You want to not get uh, bit by these suckers. The genus name is Culex, and the uh, scientific name for the common house mosquito of Europe and North America is Culex pipiens. It's maybe pronounced that way. So they're very cosmopolitan. That's nice to hear. Uh, This is a Latin word, and it means gnat, G-N-A-T, which is funny because these are mosquitoes, not gnats. And what's even more funny is that it's also akin to the old Irish cuil, C-U-I-L, which means fly. I got sort of spitty there. So we got flies and gnats and mosquitoes. Whee! Next is, oh, I totally forgot to read the words before I hit record. So we have culinarian or culinarian. Noun from 1949, synonyms are cook and chef. Is somebody who knows how to make food is a culinarian or a culinarian. Wee. Oh. I got, I got my cat Bailey here on the bed. And when I made that sound, she was not a fan. She looked at me with an evil look like, I will destroy you. And now she's going back to sleep. Whee! Next is culinary or culinary or just culinary. I like to say just culinary. Adjective from 1638 of or relating to the kitchen or cookery. Culinarily is an adverb. Let's go make some food in the kitchen in a culinarily way. Let's see. From Latin, culina or culina, and that means kitchen. And there's more at the word kiln, K-I-L-N, K-I-L-N. Yeah, kiln is like an oven for ceramics so you can bake things in there and you also bake stuff in an oven in your kitchen and kiln has similar letters to kulina except we changed the c to a k you know it all makes sense we next is cull c-u-l-l first form Verb from the 13th century. It is just transitive. One, to select from a group. And the synonym is choose, as in culled the best passages from the poet's work. I hope someday somebody culls all of the the best moments from this podcast. Two, to reduce or control the size of by removal of especially weaker animals. Uh, I will read it. I didn't read it great. I'm sorry. There's also parentheses. So all together it says, to reduce or control the size of, as a herd, by removal, as by hunting, of especially weaker animals. By removal of especially weaker animals. Um, Also, to hunt or kill animals, as a means of population control, so this is the active, um, active uh, act by humans to control the size of a population of animals. Probably deer. That's a very common one because I know there's a lot of deer in a lot of places. So they go and kill them. Color is a noun. And this is from the Latin "collegere," which means to bind together. And that seems very opposite of what this word means. You're not binding things together. You're choosing. You're, you're selecting. You're pulling things out. You're separating them. They're not being bound together. So I think that's kind of weird, but there must be some good reason. There's also more at the word collect. Again. That doesn't make any sense to me with this word because you're not collecting things. I mean, in a sense, you kind of are, but you're pulling them out of the larger thing. So you're, I don't know, it's very odd. Whee! Second form of cull, noun from 1809. Something rejected, especially as being inferior or worthless, as in. How to separate good-looking pecans from culls. Hmm. That's from the Washington Post. Something rejected by being inferior or worthless. So are we Are we saying that there are pecans that are worthless and inferior to other pecans? And the quote is, How to separate good-looking pecans from culls. We're not saying like, culled pecans, just just culls. Hmm, that's a fascinating one to me. Wee! Next is cullender, C-U-L-L-E-N-D-E-R. It is an archaic variation of the synonym colander, spelled C-O-L-A-N-der. Cullender, colander. colander. We next is cullet so yeah we had we had cullet before but this one is spelled c u l l e t noun from 1817 broken or refuse glass usually added to new material to facilitate melting in making glass so you're melting and you're making glass You're melting glass, making new glass, and you're throwing in old glass to make new glass. I think that's what it's saying. Cullet. And so, okay, so the broken and the old glass is called cullet. It is perhaps from the French cuillette, which is the act of gathering, which uh, also from the Latin collecta, which is the feminine of collectus, which is from the verb colligere, which, as we learned before from the word call, it means to bind together. So yeah, bind together. The French quillette is act of gathering. It's, everything's being pulled together. And then these things, the broken or refuse glass, is being combined with all the other glass to make new glass. wee oui. Next is Cullion. Yeah, Cullion. C-U-L-L-I-O-N. Noun from 1575. It is archaic, and it is a mean or base fellow. Oh, you're being such a Cullion. Hmm. So, the etymology is kind of interesting. It is from the Middle English. However you say this, qual- Quelon? Quelon? That means testicle. It is also from the Latin colius, which means scrotum. And what's inside of a scrotum? It's testicles. So if you're being like a testicle, you are a mean or base fellow and you're a cullion. Hmm. think we need to bring this one back. Some people I would like to call a cullion. We... Oui. Next is Cully, C-U-L-L-Y, first form, noun from 1664, one easily tricked or imposed on. And the synonym is dupe. A person could be a dupe, or they can be duped. Uh, Cully, yeah, I've never heard of this one. Uh, Perhaps an alternative of Cullion, which is, uh, we think we probably read that somewhere, but uh, yeah, okay, interesting. One easily tricked, gullible. They are, they would be gullible. That's an, uh, that would be the adjective, I think. Uh, but this is the person, the cully. Hey, we. We have the second form of cully. This is the transitive verb form from 1676. It is archaic. And the synonyms are cheat and deceive. So a person cullies the cully. They are cheating or deceiving to the person who is being cheated or deceived. Cully the cully. Whee! Yeah, Bailey didn't like that either. Next is the first form of the word culm. C-U-L-M. Noun from the 14th century, refuse coal screenings. And the synonym is the word slack. I have to imagine that this is just the uh, the coal. Maybe it's stuck on a screen, or maybe it's just the little crumbs that just can't be used or won't be used. So it's calm. We... Second form of culm, noun from circa 1657. A monocotilidinous goes over to the second line, so that's not helpful. A monocotilidinous stem. Oh, that's the end, but there is parentheses. It could be as of a grass or sedge. So it's a stem that is monocotilidinous. Whatever that means, it's a single something. Mono is one, and um, yeah. So this is from the Latin culmus, 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 which means stalk. So yeah, it just m- must mean a uh, a single stalk, a single stem. Like oh yeah, grass. That's just a single stem. Um. So it's a, it's a but it's I don't are all grasses culms. Are there certain kinds of... I don't know. I don't know. It's a monocotyledonous stem. There's also more at the word hum, H-A-U-L-M. We... Next is Culminant. 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 Adjective from 1605. One... Being at greatest altitude or on the meridian. Being at greatest altitude or on the meridian. Well, I know that the Earth has a meridian, the prime meridian. Is that what it's called? That's zero longitude, latitude, one of those. And, uh, but, but I feel like there must be other contexts where meridian gets used. But whatever it is, it's culminant. Number two, fully developed. I would love to hear an example of this. If a baby is fully developed, would you call it culminant? Is a, if a plant is fully developed, the, is the flower fully de- developed, maybe it's culminant? Who uses this? Hey, we have a couple more that are related to that, and one of them definitely makes sense. ...to this whole thing of of being fully developed. We! The first of them is culminate. I mean, this one makes sense, too. Culminate. Verb. From 1647. Starting with intransitive. One is talking about a celestial body. To reach its highest altitude. Also, to be directly overhead. Overhead. So, the sun can reach its highest altitude above where you are if it's directly over your head. The sun has culminated. Um, obviously, that goes for stars and the moon and other planets, anything in the sky. To a to rise to or form a summit. To b to reach the highest or... A climactic or decisive point. It's all fully developed so you can make a decision. It has culminated to this one moment. Transitive verb to bring to a head or to the highest point. You climb a mountain, you have culminated to the top of it. Maybe you climb some stairs, that's also culminate. This is from the Middle Latin verb culminare, which means to crown. Also from the Latin culmen, which means top. That makes sense. The crown is on the top. I'm yawning, and I hope you're yawning too. So yes, uh, the, if the crown has culminated to the top of the head. There's more at the word hill. We. Next is Culmination. I feel like there was a movie when a coach was talking to the players and the assistant coach just re-said some of the words that the coach said, just repeated them, like one word at a time, and I think one of them was Culmination. For you seniors, this marks the Culmination of the past four years. Culmination. Noun from 1633, 1, the action of, of culminating. If a thing is culminating, it is a culmination. It's a very weird-sounding word. Number two, culminating position, and the synonym is climax. When I hear climax, I don't think of a position necessarily, uh, you know, the climax of a movie is when there's all this stuff happening and the story is about to end. Um, culminating position. I guess if you're climbing a mountain, you're in the, you're about to culminate it, I guess that would be considered a climb. I mean, you know, it makes sense, you know, when you think about it metaphorically. I assume climax must be a position as well. I don't know. There's a synonym. It's the word summit. Culmination. Wee. Wee. Next is our last word. It is culotte. Culotte? Yeah, culotte. 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 C-U-L-O-T-T-E. Culotte. Noun from 1911. It is a divided skirt. Also, a garment having a divided skirt. It's either a skirt that is divided, or it is a garment that also includes a skirt that is divided. By the way, it is often used in plural, so culottes. I have a feeling many women know more about these than than men. I've heard of it. I don't think I would have known that it is a divided skirt, but I hope I remember now. It's French and it means britches, which is spelled with two e's. Uh, diminutive of cul. Oh, this is, we're bringing it back around to uh, to that uh, culet word c-u-l-e-t, because it is uh, the diminutive of cul, the French col, or cul, cool, which means backside. Yeah, there's more at the word culette or culette. I mean, yes, it covers your backside, but they also cover your legs, and your knees, and your calves, and your all those things, depending on how far down the skirt goes. But the key thing is that it is divided, so it's basically pants. Pants. Culottes are pants. Culottes are pants. Pants are culottes. No, culottes are pants. Uh, maybe they got pockets. Okay, so today we had cuke, cul de sac, cullet, or cullet, culex, culinarian, culinary, cul cul, cullender, cullet, cully, cully, culm, culm, culminant, culminate, culmination, and culotte. Hmm, I'm so sorry, I'm sleepy. I've worked a full day. Um so this is uh very difficult to pick a word of the episode. But, you know, I like I like culmination, I like the culinary food. I mean, if I were a chef, I would probably pick that, but I'm more of a I'm I'm a good assistant in the kitchen or I can um get some food ready that has already been prepared and I'm just reheating it. That's as far as my skills go. Let's see. Call it cul-de-sac. That's kind of cool. Culottes. We got some clothes. We got that. Sometimes they just jump out at me, and sometimes they don't. Uh, Let's just pick culotte because it's a fun word. Culotte. 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 Culottes are pants. They're divided skirts. A culotte. I'm not wearing a culotte. I'm wearing. PJs, yeah, cool out. All right, I have a feeling I am losing listeners by the day. I hope I'm not, but maybe I am. Hey, yeah, so let's just quickly say some stuff at the end of the episode. As I said at the beginning, TikTok, I did that. I just read the first word, basically, and put on a silly filter and send it out to the world. At speejampar same at name, On Twitter and Instagram, the dictionary social media is at DictionaryPod. I was just talking to somebody today on Twitter, and I said, Hey, maybe I can have you on for an upcoming word. So maybe you'll get to see that uh, in the middle of June. Um, Email is DictionaryPod at gmail.com. Google voice number in the show notes. Go call it and see what happens uh patreon give me some money get episodes early and exclusives youtube all those things i'm sorry i keep on saying these things but this is what you're supposed to do when you have a podcast and i have a daily podcast that i record a lot and i try and keep this as simple as possible but there's a lot of stuff to say all right i think that's fine um let's see uh my wife and I have been watching uh, the Rob Zombie movies, um, re-watching them, I should say, because this Saturday, at the time of recording, um, we're gonna record. We're gonna uh, be on a. It's gonna. We're gonna make a YouTube video with a guy. We're just gonna do one of those remote records where we we're just gonna talk about Rob Zombie movies. And uh, once that airs, uh, maybe I will tweet out a link or something because I think we're gonna have some fun talking about some Rob Zombie movies. If you like those or you hate those, we'll talk about them. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Okay, thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.